0: Welcome to The Flashback, with your hosts, Andrew and Chase. This is a
1: podcast about revisiting media from your youth and trying to decide if it's still good, or at least not terrible. So let's get ready to remember some stuff.
0: All right, thank you, Mathilde, for the intro. I said that in a French way, intro.
1: Intro that was the french accent? Yes. Intro. Intro? Intro. Uh yes, as Mathilde said. Do you said, think Mathilde's going to think you're making fun of her? We're not, Mathilde.
0: Mathilde. I'm sorry, Mathilde. I'm not making fun. Actually, I love french people. I don't all know any. Them? Well, I don't know any, but <laughs> I oh, okay. in the in the abstract, I do love them. Okay. As I do all uh white Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, starting off a bit poorly. I'm sorry sorry about this so this is the flashback i'm chase uh this is andrew say hello hello Uh, Hello. we're friends we're here to look back on media and and i want to say this we recorded an episode of this podcast already due to technological issues uh it's lost to history i don't know
1: if we'll ever space pirates was that the technological issue
0: Yes. Okay. The spa- the, well, actually, it was the Air Pirates from Tailspin came. Air Pirates from Tailspin. Which might Tailspin. be another episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but because of some mic issues, we may not revisit it. I'm probably going to repeat some things I said on that one, though. I like that. And I hope it doesn't bug you. I know it won't bug the, the listeners. I'm going to tell you, know I
1: it. won't get bugged.
0: Okay. Well, the first thing I want to say, then, I'm going to launch right into it. Do. Nostalgia, by in, in and of itself, is, is fundamentally hollow. And so this oh, yeah. is not a nostalgia podcast.
1: No. This because is, that this is, is unsentimental. Cuz that cuz nostalgia is a personalized thing. Yes. Nostalgia is like for one person. Uh-huh. Like you have a connection to like lasagna. Well, I have a connection to like my mother's lasagna. You don't care it's, about that.
0: No. No. And and right. I used this as an example last time. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop noting what I said last time because no, it doesn't matter at this point. Right. But my wife and I were watching a documentary made by the Funko people, uh-huh. who make those little figures. How do you spell Funko? F U N K? F U N K O. Yeah.
1: It's not F U N C O like Funko. It's Funko.
0: Well, I guess not. I mean, I think it's a, you're supposed to imagine it as Funco, but yeah, it's just spelled K O. I
1: don't know. Ugh, that would be like saying candy corner with K's. Uh, a travesty.
0: Uh, 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 Anyway, uh, so this documentary is just all about, you know, their company. It's basically a PR thing for them because they made it. But over and over, they're interviewing these people who are, like, big-time collectors. And they keep telling these stories about, like, why they love their little nostalgia, you know, things so much. And every single story was the same, which was...
1: Like, I bought a Barbie from 1967.
0: Well, no, it was like, uh, when I was a kid, you know, I used to come home and i used to watch this show you know yeah and and, and it's like well that's a story like you watched it when you were a kid like and it was so interesting to them because they have all these memories associated they with connected it, with emotions it. right but to everyone else it was the same thing over and over and i was like wow this is so boring but
1: that's the same thing that happens you know when i garage sale is yes. people will be like well my father this was my father's drill. Uh-huh. And so it costs more than like a regular drill. And I'm like, I don't know your like, dad. I don't care. I don't care about your dad. This is worth Just one dollar. give me yeah. the one dollar drill, please. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so. So what if this isn't nostalgia? What's it going to be?
0: So. I'd say it's an attempt to look back at media that m- we may have mis- nostalgia for, but we're going to try to like overcome that and, I see. and view it with adult eyes and be like, "Am I going to take time out of my busy life now as an to old watch ass this again? To like actually, m- is this worth it? To actually, revisit?
1: I'm definitely an old ass person. Yeah, at so, this point,
0: so that's kind of the point of this. And so, it, if to I like that a lot because this is
1: this is good. And I don't know if we'll ever watch it. Do you? Did you ever see the show Cutthroat? With Gina Davis, she was a pirate. No, oh man, when I was, you
0: watched it when you were a kid. When I when I was a kid, I I watched watched
1: it. it. I watched it, and but I watched it again when I was like twenty. Like came on Netflix. Like I'm twenty one, twenty. I don't remember how old. I was just like this.
0: First of all, Netflix did not exist when you were twenty years old. No, I was was ten years in the future at that point. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Grandpa, how old is how old's Netflix? When did Netflix come out?
0: Oh, we just touched hands.
1: We're <laughs> I'm sitting fine on with a, that.
0: For, for the for the listeners. We're sitting on a couch facing each other. And Very we, close. We both touched hands. I liked it. Well, you had your you
1: hand out it. and I touched it on purpose. It wasn't on accident. Oh, was it? I tried to embrace, oh, okay. but you know, if you want to pull it away, that's your business. I don't know when Netflix came about well that. whenever it was yeah. and i don't even know if i saw it on netflix maybe i watched it somewhere else yeah. this isn't the point of the story okay the point of the story is is that i watched it and it was garbage yes and that's what we're trying to say it's like would would i recommend cutthroat to someone and the answer unequivocally is no no you should not watch that movie
0: okay so we don't need to do that episode no or that was a mini episode right no there. yeah exactly cutthroat, not worth it not worth it okay uh so this week we decided to revisit it was andrew's choice yeah a series uh i mean we can't watch a whole series though so we have to just
1: well it was only seven seasons of like 30 episode, <laughs> 30 hour long episodes uh, man, each
0: isn't that weird that seasons used to be like at least 26 episodes long yeah uh like that's so much tv that is so long We're, uh, i'm rewatching watching er right now yeah. which went for 15 seasons yeah. and, yeah, like 20-something episodes. But that's
1: before binging. Like, these new shows that are created could never do that.
0: No. And, and honestly, the new shows, I have a beef with Prestige TV,
1: honestly. What's Prestige TV?
0: Uh, We're in the, the golden age of, you know, streaming of Prestige TV, meaning... Every single weird cable channel spends, you know, $50 million on a limited series. So, like, uh, the History Channel will do the Vikings where they spend I so see. much money. And and there's so many different series that you just can't watch them all. You right. Can, and so it'll be like, oh, have you watched this? Have you watched this? You know? I see. But I feel like almost all of them take way too long to develop. Even if they're only, like, 13 episodes or 10, which is pretty common. Right. They take the story of like four episodes and just stretch it out. I think the, right. the Marvel, uh, Netflix shows. are the Oh, worst
1: totally. Ever. Those it's are the like worst. It could
0: be like three or four episodes or you just could just
1: give two different climate. I mean, you could give mini climaxes within them. Like you don't have to yeah. have, and I don't know why people don't realize the arc could be much shorter. Yeah. A three episode arc is a comic book. Like that's a Marvel story right there. Mm-hmm. Make four of those mini stories.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and it's not all of the series, but anyway, that's kind of my thoughts on that. But, uh, uh, what were we saying? No, I'm totally lost.
1: Before that, we were talking about a series. We were talking about the series I chose, which is oh, Star yes. Trek Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. And how we couldn't watch the whole series. Deep Space Nine. And I wish I could. And this was, I Googled, right I Googled like.
0: You didn't care that I just
1: said that. What did you say?
0: I said, I wish I could put an effect on my voice.
1: Deep Space Nine. Okay,
0: now I'm going to have to make it happen.
1: Like that? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: You sounded like Worf.
1: <laughs> I wish I sounded like Worf. <laughs> so, Deep Space Nine is. Uh, you know, it went for it went for like seven seasons. Mm-hmm. and They are super long. And I googled the top ten, and then I chose like the ninth best. I didn't want to choose the very best, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to choose like just some rando episode that has no context. Mm-hmm. So I chose this one, which I remember being a good episode.
0: I mean, it there wasn't much context right to it, but I I feel like that wasn't. That wasn't uh it wasn't a huge detriment to me. Like right. I can I remembered the characters more or less But Deep Space Nine is different than like it.
1: than like next generation, whereas like next generation they were still exploring. Deep Space Nine was all about like war and like Yeah. You know, like people went through like drama of like humans reverting back to their primal nature and killing and
0: yeah well and, and so i've been watching uh unrelated to this i've also been watching next generation right and i was gonna work my way to deep space Nine. i would That's highly like recommend seasons. you doing that and i'm not all the way through it yet but w- what i've been learning is that uh gene roddenberry was still alive when next generation was going he was kind of running it for
1: like the first six seasons or something yeah, right? and he
0: yeah. he had a rule and they would break it later on but like that the drama came did not come from interpersonal conflict of the crew members Interesting that you know they're all united they've like they've like evolved beyond right. arguing with each other right so it's just the crew versus external forces right uh which makes it boring honestly Everyone everyone is always like, okay, this is what we need to do, which I guess maybe that is how it is on like a well-maintained ship, but they never showed any conflicts where uh, then Deep Space Nine was written. A lot of them were written by Ronald Moore, who later did the uh, Battlestar Galactica reboot. See,
1: I did not know that.
0: And so it's that kind of flavor of he was interested in that stuff. So let's put it in a stationary spot and to you know like examine the effects of war on on people d- right. different races like the different uh religions that the
1: different And there's races very much have. of that yeah. Yeah. And I like that it shows both because I will say I like gener- next generation more mm-hmm. because I think that you see so much of the interpersonal human drama mm-hmm. that it was nice to see human versus external yeah. in these kind of larger uh, like everyone's given a challenge like there's that one where you, you know they have they they're given a challenge. They might not wanna they they work together, but they they still like there's the one where data has to prove that he's a sentient being.
0: Oh yeah, they like put him on trial. Right.
1: Yeah. And uh Riker has to Measure
0: of a man, I believe. Yeah, exactly. That's How like supposed did to be. I, know one that? Of the best I swear ones. I'm not like a Trek nerd at all. No,
1: you just you just remember names of Faves. of media all the time. Yeah. I'm always you're always like, Oh, this actor did this, and I'm like I don't know. There. <laughs> like You probably know the real name of Worf, who's probably one of the Michael Dorn? more famous Michael Dorn. Yeah, see, I do not. I do know that. See, I don't know. Do you know like Odo? Do you know Odo's I've real n- name? I've if no you know idea. Odo's real name, then we're getting into some deep.
0: <laughs> we'll get into it. But I was laughing so hard about Odo in this episode because yeah. all these Odo memories came back to me. And I was like, man, Odo. <laughs> Good old Odo. Odo sucks, though. Like Especially <laughs> in this episode. I was pissed at Odo. Yeah. Like, we'll yeah. get into it. but Yeah, I can man. see that. Uh, one of the funniest things. I've seen tweeted recently, <laughs> is... Uh, is there
1: an Odo tweet?
0: There was an Odo tweet. Okay, uh, so there's this kid, this is like months old news at this point, but there's some kid that like, uh, he's like 20, and he's some like douchey like son of a Republican Party like operative guy. Right. I think his name is Jacob Wohl or something like I that. I don't know. And he tried to, with another guy, he made up this fake website and tried to like... Bring up all this fake dirt on the on Robert Mueller. Oh, okay. And and like people like found out immediately that it was him that made the site. Right. And he just looked like a freaking idiot. Yeah. But they found this picture of him. He's like this just some like college age kid, and he has very deep set eyes. <laughs> and it's a picture of him at the beach, and he totally. And the caption is like. Uh, Jacob Wohl looks like Odo became an Instagram hoe before he like went to head security at Deep Space Nine. He (laughs) totally looks like Odo. And I laughed for so long at that tweet. Okay, well now I want to look it up. It's like irrelevant uh, political humor at this point. But uh, that was my Odo uh, connection at this point.
1: But the (laughs) point I was trying to say is you just have the memory for this stuff. But in that movie, I liked that they were Mm -hmm. all united. And like, you know, number two, Riker Mm -hmm. has to fight against data yeah to find out if he's a real person
0: yeah i mean i can see both ways. i'm just like, saying like, i like, like i think a lot of trek fans maybe don't like deep space nine because they feel it gets too like soap opera e where there's in, you know the interpersonal relationships become the plot drivers rather than right. all the th- other things going on but in reality from what i remember there was so much war stuff going on too that i don't think that ever was like
1: no it didn't need to happen too much. it yeah. wasn't
0: I, th- here's a problem with me though i don't remember who and why the which alien races were like starting the war like i know it's called the dominion war but i don't remember you want me to tell you details. real quick sure
1: let's so this is what happens wait, right?
0: wait, let, let's start at the beginning what is deep space nine
1: so deep space nine is the successor of star trek next generation Kay. so the, the famous climax of star trek next generation of course mm-hmm. is the borg of course and uh <laughs> jean-luc picard gets captured by the borg uh-huh. and in so he destroys like a bunch of of ships
0: he becomes Locutus. Yeah.
1: And he 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 helps the Borg destroy a bunch of Federation Starfleet ships, okay. uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. One of those is uh, Captain Sisko, who's the protagonist of Deep Space Nine. Uh-huh. He is transporting his family, and his wife gets killed. Oh. So the first episode is like he's put on Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right? It's uh, this, the Cardassians, who are a big bully race, have just gotten done, mm-hmm. uh, leaving a planet called Bajor. Wait,
0: wait, wait. So are the Cardassians the ones with the wrinkles on their nose?
1: No, those are the Bajorans. Oh, okay. So, so the Bajorans God. have wrinkles on their nose. <laughs> okay. The Cardassians have,
0: have like weird, dents weird necks, dense in their foreheads and
1: ridges down, okay. down their necks. Right. And
0: wear like silver.
1: Yeah. They all wear clothing. the same, like, yeah. and, and they, they all call themselves like legged or mm. like they have like Roman Imperial names mm-hmm. for their titles and stuff.
0: So they just left the Bajorans.
1: Right, so the Bajoran they they conquered the Bajorans for like 50 years. Uh-huh. They called it the occupation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they built a star base, a starport. Mm-hmm. And they um and, and they mined a bunch of ore from the planet there. And it was like a slave labor camp and all this stuff. Mm. And the Bajorans fought a guerrilla warfare, kicked them out, Mm. and then asked the Federation to help them. They're not part of the Federation, Uh but the Federation have then shown up to the...
0: To help run the... Right, to just help
1: them get back onto their Mm. feet, the Bajorans. Okay. Then in the first episode, Mm. they discover the wormhole, which is the only permanent wormhole in existence, Uh which has a gateway between the Alpha Quadrant, which is where all the Star Trek, your Romulans, your Klingons, Mm. your everybody, they're connected... To the delta quadrant, the gamma quadrant. The gamma quadrant. The so, gamma
0: quadrant. Yeah. How many quadrants are there? Is that a dumb question? Are there four. more than four?
1: There are four. Alpha, beta, delta, <laughs> and gamma, right? Aren't well, those the four? I guess. I don't know Greek letters in the order they need to be.
0: Alpha beta. Yeah, I don't know.
1: But it's the gamma quadrant, delta, yeah. whatever. So the wormhole goes straight through.
0: And that's not where the Voyager goes. That's a different quality. I think
1: vo- Voyager does go there, but oh. not anywhere near the like on the other end of it. Oh. And it gets like thrown back in some weird. Mm. So it can't go through the wormhole.
0: Okay. And so who who lives so they're just exploring or do they know who lives over? Is this the first time that's they've That's the been thing to they have, have no
1: idea. Yeah. It would uh. take like them even going at warp 9, it mm. would take them hundreds of years to get there. Okay. So they get there, and they're, like, all exploring. And by season, like, two, they run into these Dominion people Uh, who, like, the Bajorans set up a colony out in the mm -hmm. Delta Quadrant, Gamma Quadrant. It gets destroyed by Mm. these people.
0: Who are the Dominions? So the
1: Dominion is this. There's these changelings... Who are, you know, they are shapeshifters who Odo. can take the form of anything. Odo is a changeling. Uh-huh. He doesn't know that. He, he doesn't looks, know who his people are. He
0: looks so dumb. That's he, the problem. Like he
1: that. is a huge he dummy. He so dumb. The thing is, like, they, they're always like, like Miles I have a problem with faces. So they don't have any descript <laughs> faces. Like, their ears don't have wrinkles. Their noses don't have anything. <laughs> like, w- like, like, why? Because yeah, why is it that the <laughs> argument here is that they have <laughs> issues with faces. But my, my, beef with that has been is that the changelings take human klingon cardassian form mm-hmm. without even a hitch. Uh-huh. So why would you have a problem with faces if you could take over a klingon's yeah. face?
0: Yeah, exactly. They have tons of wood like, cracks and turtle yeah. things on it. And
1: then the they can ones. also like they can they can shapeshift into anything with practice. Yeah. So anyway, the dominion <laughs> is run by these changelings who have uh-huh. taken two different races, uh-huh. the Vorta and the Jem'Hadar. <laughs> and they've genetically modified them. Okay. The Vorta are uh, the administrators. They run everything. Mm-hmm. And the Jem'Hadar are just soldiers. Mm. They they basically mature within, an hour, within a matter of weeks. Mm. Uh, they don't live past like 15.
0: So they're like Clone Wars people. They're
1: Clone Wars people. Okay. But they actually, the Vorta, uh, only know how to make this special drug mm-hmm. that the Jem'Hadar are addicted to from birth. That if they don't get... Then Ooh, they die. Evil. So they're like forced into servitude, and there's like a little bit of the side thing where the Gemhadar mm-hmm. try to go independent. Mm-hmm. They try to take over these facilities. Like there are these different things. But
0: reminds me of uh, some animorphs books if and I the, used to
1: read. Yeah, the J. <laughs> animorphs.
0: Maybe maybe that'll be our next episode. And then,
1: <laughs> I'm not going to read an animorphs book. You
0: will <laughs> if yeah. I ask
1: you. You're 100 percent right. I would. <laughs> uh, if you asked me, I would.
0: They're like a hundred pages, and it's like gigantic typeface. <laughs> so it would take you probably like. 45
1: I think you're giving me too much credit for my reading ability. (laughs) Uh,
0: So this is wild.
1: So first of all... So now, wait a time out. Before we continue on the Animorphs because I know you're bored from my story. No, no,
0: no. I don't want to talk about the Animorphs. I was going to say...
1: But do you get the backdrop of Deep Space Nine?
0: I do. I think I've got enough now to remember.
1: Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. That's who the Dominion was. So... The Dominion... The the changelings are scared of everyone who's not them, so they try to control people. Mm. And so they want to take over the Alpha Quadrant to control it. Okay. But the episode we watched is totally outside of that. Yeah, it's like it's one of the side. The standalone. Yeah, content. it's like standalone. It has uh, nothing to do with the war.
0: So uh, what I was going to say is when uh, when Deep Space Nine premiered, did you watch it from the beginning?
1: I don't think so. I I think I probably got into it about season two, maybe okay. season three.
0: And at that time, were you like a Star Trek fan, or you're just like, eh, I'll watch this? I was just a teenage nerd, and I'm like bored.
1: Yeah, I don't. I like. People forget that that unless uh, like, yeah. you had
0: cable, which I did not. I did there not either. Yeah, so few channels.
1: There were there were none.
0: I would watch, uh, you know, those music infomercials. Uh, those were like a <laughs> treat to me compared to what the other stuff that was on. I was like, ooh, lady. Do you remember the box? Oh, don't. Literally that's my idea for another episode.
1: the, box. the box. Oh the box. Cuz I
0: found a bunch of YouTube videos that are just footage of the box <laughs> and different <laughs> random songs being requested in 1999. I love so the box. let's not talk any more about it because that's probably the next episode.
1: Okay. <laughs> I would love to watch. Cuz if it's 1999, do you mm. know what the box was? It like was the just Macarena. No, it was just um, Celine Dion My Heart Will Go On over. No, that's and 98. Over, and I think and over, it, over. I think it I think it over. And over. But uh
0: Anyway, so, uh, so you were a, a Star Trek... You, were, you, were, you, were, you liked yeah, it, though. I you, did. So, uh, yeah, I kind of remember the same thing. I didn't like it as much as Next Generation, though, as no. well. I, I, even, you know, especially when I was that young. I was when like,
1: I was younger, I, I liked Star Trek Deep Space Nine more. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 I don't I, I think I did. had the maturity to like Next Generation. And I also didn't see a lot of episodes. Because
0: mm-hmm. um, uh, Next Generation is something I watched with my dad. Yeah, and so it was like uh, I watched it when <laughs> I was a kid with no, my dad. With my dad, but and we uh, bonded. Yeah. <laughs> but like by the time Deep Space Nine came around, I feel like he wasn't like that into it. Or yeah, maybe he just stopped. I could never out imagine.
1: <laughs> I could never imagine my father watching Star Trek with me. Oh, really? No.
0: No, my dad was excited. I remember when uh, Next Generation premiered. I was very small, but yeah. he was very excited about it. Yeah. It was like a big deal. Yeah. Um, so uh what's the episode called that we watched
1: i want to say it was out of time
0: out of time okay that sounds right right. yeah it was a season uh five
1: season five season six Mm -hmm. yeah season five like late episodes
0: yeah so like a lot of stuff is well established at this point you know all the characters uh, shaved his head uh, I believe. completely yeah and has a goatee yeah that guy is... W- okay, so this is... I'm just going to give you some some brief uh, thoughts on the characters that I was... St-
1: I wrote down thoughts on my characters. Oh, good. So you, but- you,
0: you go first, then, if do you it. have these thoughts. Or, or are you saying I should go?
1: No, I want you to talk about it. I'm uh, looking up which episode it is.
0: Oh, okay. So, Cisco, I remember him... I, I, I don't remember him that much, but in this one, he seems extremely uh, weird and manic. Like, yeah. he's either super stern or, like, <coughs> like doing these weird laughs. Or, like, he just has this, like, crazy look in his eye. Like, he seemed, uh, like, like mentally ill or something. Uh, so that kind of freaked me out. And then uh, I think it was Bashir is the weedy little doctor he guy. He is, actually. He was way weedier than I remember. Like, he's so skinny and, like, smarmy. I didn't really like him. Uh, and then there's the... Uh, girl with the wrinkly nose right uh and she was basically like i remember her name is
1: kira narice
0: kira yeah Mm -hmm. she's fine uh and then there's uh dax yep which that whole thing like the whole like there's a weird the symbiote symbiote. yeah again animorphs so we'll get into that Uh, i
1: never read animorphs (laughs) you keep saying these things (laughs) and i never read them
0: i think i think uh, Deep Space Nine just wholesale ripped off animals.
1: I would not. Children of Time. It's called Children of Time. <laughs>
0: children of Time. Okay, so if you're following along, season at home, five, episode would, twenty-two. Why would you not be uh, watch this episode? So, no.
1: yeah, actually, pause what you're doing. <laughs> pause the podcast. Watch it. I know you're probably cleaning while you're listening to come, this. Then
0: come back to this.
1: Watch the whole episode, mm-hmm. then come back. You'll be a lot more involved. Yes. But uh, the nice thing is because I explained what the Dominion was, you don't have to watch the first five seasons.
0: Yes, that's nice.
1: And 22, 21 episodes. You just have to watch this one.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good. Point. Right. But uh, so and then there's Worf, which yeah. of course I love Worf.
1: You gotta love Worf. I,
0: I love that they brought him on and kept him going on right. the series because he's great.
1: Uh, his the voice thing that's interesting is about
0: unbelievable.
1: Worf. He, it is unbelievable. And he voice actors everywhere. And he's good at everything he does. Michael
0: Dorn, yeah. It's just like insane.
1: So here's what I'd say about Worf. I watched uh, I watched him kind of talk about the creation of Worf, mm-hmm. Michael Dorn. Yeah. And, you know, people like Klingons. Mm-hmm. People did not like Klingons from the first Star Treks, the old Star Trek, Yeah. People like Klingon from next generation Mm -hmm. and people like Klingons because of Worf. Yeah. He really, I think is undersung as like selling Klingon to Mm -hmm. Star Trek people. Oh yeah. And he really takes the character. Um, he helps the character kind of transform. Mm -hmm. He has a very good idea of who this character is and why he's so stolen and why he loves his Klingon culture and what Mm -hmm. he is about it. And like, I think he's a really good actor. He's, he's and cre- creator of this character. Yeah,
0: and he was always such good uh, comic relief, but like not in a cheesy way. Yeah. Like you know, he would like have these weird reactions to stuff. Like I watched a Next Generation just the other day where it was Whoopi Goldberg's bartender. Yeah, and for some reason she gave him prune like, juice. Prune juice. Yeah, do you eh. remember this? And he's like drinking it and he's like a oh, warrior's drink and it was yeah. just so funny i don't know why that he was so happy about drinking prune juice I'm yeah like, he's like this is anyway yeah so i i love wharf i love that he's on this show uh who am i missing oh odo of course which i'll, I'll get to him but you later. don't like odo i don't like odo
1: do you not like odo's character or do you not like odo's acting
0: uh i don't like how he looks and i don't right. I think his acting is okay, but maybe it was just this episode. I just So here, like,
1: here's my issue with Deep Space Nine, the way I've been looking at it, mm. especially compared to Next Generation. Yeah. I would say that Worf, so so the best generation, if you take the two of them together, mm-hmm. the best actors, Yes, like Picard mm-hmm. is definitely the best actor. Hands down. He like he's incredible. not even, no one else yeah. is in his league. Yes. Data, or Data, which is what he'd correct me, his name's Data. <laughs> Data on Next Generation is oh. also a really good actor. He's pretty good. LaForge, I would say Worf is my number three as far as acting goes. Yeah. And then Jordy LaForge. Mm-hmm. And then it's Chief O'Brien. I think Chief O'Brien's O'Brien. not a bad actor at all. Yeah. But then the last one is like Counselor Troy from Next Generation. Right. And Cisco is like my seventh best actor. Yeah. And Nerisse is like the 15th. I actually really like the <laughs> Ferengi guy. I would say he's better than Troy.
0: Uh, do you know what's funny? I saw I was watching ER again the other day, and, and there's he's this one of the lawyer guy, and I'm like, who does he sound like? And I realize it was freaking Quark. Quark, but just not as a Ferengi. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I would say Quark's a great actor. Mm-hmm. But like Norice, Karen Norris, like she just bugs me. The way she just, I think she does her character well, but she's not a good actor in the. Yeah, Dax isn't a great actor. The no. doctor, you're right, he's a weasel. He's a weasel. Like he's I supposed like to him. be like a, a ladies' man type of. No. You're supposed to connect with. He's him.
0: like a very poor man's Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> like
1: like he's a hobo's Pierce a Brosnan. Hobo's Pierce
0: Brosnan, like he's yeah. like, I guess, good looking, but he's just too skinny. It's like Pierce Brosnan. Well, in he's like, really like, is Trek's, he's like, like a Star Trek. He's like de-
1: a Star Trek Pierce Brosnan. Yes, because it's just, a pretty underfunded show.
0: Yes, so that's what they could afford. Yeah, give us like fifth. Fifth build, (laughs) Pierce Brosnan clone on something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that, yeah, and then O'Brien. O'Brien is good, I guess. O'Brien, it's funny how they he was so underused on Next Generation for a long time, right? And then they were like, oh, I guess this Irish guy is okay. Yeah, he had like a Japanese wife. I remember some stuff they did with him, but yeah, it was Keiko. Yeah. Oh, of course, Keiko.
1: So it's interesting. <laughs> there was an episode. So I watched these a lot, uh, you know, two years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. I watched all of them in order and was just really into it when I was doing something else. I was watching them on the Netflix. And the Keiko and, and O'Brien have this, like, marital spat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do they have a good... R-? So I Google this person who, like, what's up with their relationship? Why is Keiko the worst? And this person <laughs> wrote a straight-up, like, dissertation <laughs> on their relationship and showed like this graph of like how often people should be smiling in normal relationships and when banter is justified. Uh And he went through every episode that the two of them are in (laughs) and analyzed their entire relationship with the conclusion that like Keiko is a great wife and they are very happy together. Really? And it was really uh it was fascinating the work that he he put in. Science to prove that. was. we needed to know that. Fascinating.
0: (laughs) So Oh, wow, that's funny. So those, yeah, those are my impressions of the characters. Honestly, uh,
1: right. The Cisco character.
0: Cisco was weird to me. I didn't get him. I didn't. You know, he was stern, but he was just very. Maybe I just need to watch more. That's
1: a, no. I would say the more you watch, he's very much that way. He's mm-hmm. like, he's manic. He yeah. like, he's either like very grumpy, he's yelling, or he's just like, ah, ha, ha, ha. and he's like,
0: like, you're like, he's like smiling way too much. Yeah. You know? Did they have a lot of weird like baseball bullshit? yeah this, so one of what, the sub like go to the holodeck and like pretend to be baseball yeah. players in the
1: 20s and stuff? he loves baseball like that's one of his sub characters is Not he that loves I don't baseball ha- like hate baseball right but like, okay. why does it have to be such a deep thing like yeah i like that it's a quirk of his but it's like too much of a quirk mm-hmm. you know like one episode is there's like a chest of treasures that they find drifting in space uh-huh. and quark uh auctions it off mm-hmm. and it one of them has like a mickey mantle rookie card or something like that uh-huh. or like a Whoever, yeah, and they spend like his son spends the entire episode like trying to get it, <laughs> so that he can, so that he can go give it to his dad. It's like, and yeah, they spend one where they have to fight the Romulans at baseball. Fight the Romulans at baseball. <laughs> like the Romulans come in,
0: really, oh, yeah, really, the Vulcans
1: oh, or Romulans so or whatever. Bad. Like, we we're gonna play baseball against you. And we we're gonna beat you at this human sport. And they're oh, like, geez. no, we're gonna beat you. And so like, Quark's out there swinging at fastballs. It's, yeah.
0: Elsa, sorry, my dog is tangled up in our mic cables. There she goes. Yeah. Go with God.
1: I All think right. we need to get back to the episode because I'm rambling too much about the intricacies of Star Trek. I was, I was just, well, I was just
0: trying to, to nudge us back on Not there. just us back, maybe. So, so, so let's, uh, let's do a, maybe a high-level summary of the plot of this.
1: Do you want me to do it or do you want you to do it? Uh, you can do it. Okay. So essentially what happens is they go into the Gamma Quadrant. They yes. find a planet. Um, Dax, who is the science officer, mm-hmm. wants to explore the planet. Yeah. That's a little dangerous, but they decide to anyway.
0: There's like a field around it or something. Exactly.
1: Yeah. They get trapped in the field, mm-hmm. they crash, they show up to this colony, mm-hmm. and uh, like they get they get sucked into the field and then they read that there's a colony there. They go down, they land, mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh, we've been expecting you. He's all what the we haven't been expecting you. Mm-hmm. They show up, the people explain that they're all descendants of the crew that crashes here. Mm-hmm and uh basically what happened is you realized you got thrown back 200 years into the past. Mm-hmm. We have your ship, we built society, we intermarried. These are these are who you
0: These are all your descendants. These are all your
1: descendants. There's all
0: these like people named after you. Right, exactly.
1: Stuff, this yeah. is an O'Brien, this is a Dax, mm-hmm. this is a Bashir, right? These are all these people. Mm-hmm. Which as a side note, I don't know why like why do Klingons and 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 all these different races just breed together and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's normal. That's fine," I guess.
0: I mean, do they Genitals. I mean, I'm sure not we could genital. Google this and like but find in, out. In
1: say it's Nine, and not in in, tr- in Next Generation, you find out that like. All humanoid people come from. It's
0: like a seeded from the same. Yeah, that's why. Well, it's their cheap way of being like, why do all aliens look exactly the same except for have different forehead features? <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Like why a are there no on the forehead? Yeah, yeah,
1: why are there no like bug aliens? Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: goo aliens. Because <laughs> we have
1: because <gasps> our budget was fifteen dollars an episode, exactly. and we have to pay.
0: So, so I guess that kind of. And we had to to
1: pay Patrick Stewart 14 of those $15.
0: (laughs) That all these basically races are kind of like
1: can... Right. But whatever, it does. Anyway, they all have children. Yes. And then you realize, well, how do we get home? And they say, oh, that's the problem. If you go back the same way, Mm -hmm. then we will cease to exist. Yeah. Like, but... And they go, oh crap! So we have to stay here. I have a family back home. I can't be forced to stay and here. They're
0: like, mm, actually, no.
1: Yeah, and so then they, then the scientist is like, you know what? I did some data. If you go right at this exact time, mm-hmm. you can leave, and we can exist. Yeah. And so they're like high five, and everybody's excited.
0: Yeah, the, the the kind of like if you charted out like the the progression of like the plot in this, it, it seemed like it was like peaking right in the middle of the episode, and then it was like resolved. And I was right. very, I think not that it was a bad thing; it was just kind of like a little misdirection. It right. Just seemed like oh no, they figured it out, and then everyone's just like hanging out with their descendants, and then they were having like having
1: fun, which I thought was an interesting one it was because fun, yeah, two hundred years in the future, you'd they'd be in a they'd be like, you know. Uh, a fun sideshow, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't have a connection to your great 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 grandfather yeah. or your great 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 grand you yeah, know, son or daughter. Yeah, I don't believe
0: that they would be like telling stories about Worf still, you know. Right. Uh, although that was probably the most interesting part to me. Was that, that one the, was interesting? Uh, so like these people come and like they're like Worf, We are your we are from the and we learned the way of the warrior. We're the we're from the tribe of Moog or whatever, which is yeah. like Worf's dad or whatever.
1: It's the house of Moog. The house they, of Their house is not me. tribes. Okay, I'm sorry. That's so a tribe, let's be the PC. It's Moog. 2019, please.
0: <laughs> and but you look at them and they're not all of them are Klingon descended. Right. And so it's it's like they've turned. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry <laughs> for this noise, Elsa. Oh my goodness, my
1: dog. Your dog just wants to be part. <laughs> of this group. Uh,
0: so they've kind of turned Klingons into... And he only wants my attention. She does. More of like a fraternity. Right. Instead, or, or like a warrior class rather than like a, it's not based on a race. And
1: it's not even a warrior class because they can't fight anyone. No, they just They're a off, hunter class. Yeah, they
0: go off in the wilderness and it's like if you can survive and kill a bear then we'll like accept you yeah
1: exactly yeah. they're hunter and gatherers uh-huh.
0: it was cool though i was like that is i really liked it i thought because it was really like, cool what would the klingon culture do to maintain because Worf got there and was like i'm just
1: gonna go out into this planet mm-hmm. and go and fight people
0: yeah no it was kind of cool and so and also what i thought was funny is like all the crew members find out who they like marry
1: yeah that is because cool.
0: most of them like O'Brien, you know, he was married. And he
1: has a family back home, but when he can't go home...
0: Yeah, so it's like, who did... He's like, oh, you ended up with this person? And he's like, Whoa, you know, getting all huffy and stuff, you know? And he,
1: Because, you know, essentially he's feeling like he's cheating on his wife, mm-hmm. who he's very loyal to yeah. and very upset about but they they're like no you it took you like 10 years yeah, you held to get over years, it yeah. yeah
0: which is like who would want to marry him then gross <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i thought it was great all that stuff with like dealing with the ramifications right. of like the time the time travel paradox was, was cool. not
1: an issue in this one like a lot of time travel
0: well things. i have there, a beef with that
1: okay tell me but i would say it's not <laughs> as glaring as most time travel shows
0: yeah i just say that i was confused by how it worked solely based on how time travel stuff has happened in other uh star trek things uh, like it didn't seem uh internally consistent because we've been seen in it's a long-standing thing in star trek that there's these alternate universes right and so it's like why would their timeline just disappear when you know what I mean? I guess, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it depends on what kind of like quantum theory they're working they with. Because they
1: do the infinite infinite universes paradigm well, thing.
0: Well, yeah. you would think so, but, but apparently no, in do. this Star case Trek not. Does. Yeah. But in this case not, because them, you know, going back in time, that would have created its own branch of time, right? But it, it didn't because right. they're like, oh, if you guys don't go back, we'll just disappear and cease to exist. Right. And it's like, no, that's not usually how it works. It would just be, you're a separate branch now. Right. We can go on to our own thing. But it, it didn't bother me that much cuz like guess.
1: even within deep space 9 yeah. there's a whole separate timeline dimension that comes into their dimension mm-hmm. and like kidnaps them every once in a while. Oh well,
0: yeah, and there's the famous mirror dimension. Right. Uh, have you seen any of the new Star Trek series?
1: I don't watch any of those, no. Oh, uh, they uh, I didn't even do Voyager.
0: Oh really? The, but I, I the might newest should. one is pretty good. I would. I'd oh really? It, yeah. Um, but uh, no spoilers. But I'll just say they do stuff with the the mirror dimension from the original series, Interesting. where it was like evil Spock with the goatee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like that dimension. Yeah. Uh, where everyone is evil for some reason.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, so so
1: yeah. It's well, like, let oh, me get back to the yeah, synopsis. Go, so go, go back. So go essentially, ahead. what happens is is. The guy's like, hey, you know, you can just leave, and if you do it at this time, then we'll exist, and mm-hmm. you'll exist, and everything's good. Yeah. And they're like, sweet, high five. And then Dax, the science officer, mm-hmm. goes through the data again, and is like, that is not going to happen. Yeah. There's like one one trillionth of a chance that this will happen. Mm-hmm. And she confronts him, and he's like, I don't know what to tell you. There's 8,000 of us. There's only like 20 of you. Yeah. We just thought you would just get thrown back, and life would go on. I'm sorry.
0: So they're just trying to recreate the going back in time thing. Right. Like forcing them to do that. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And so they're like, well, this is lame. Mm -hmm. So then they start, then the rest of the episode is them like intermingling with the populace, Mm -hmm. getting to know them and all coming to their own conclusion. No one's forced, Mm -hmm. but they all come to their own conclusion to sacrifice their lives. So this community of 8,000 can exist. Yeah. So, you know, there's the scene at the end where they're going to harvest because O'Brien wants to go back to his family Mm -hmm. and he's like, and he sees them all, like, his descendants all, like, putting plants in for the harvest and having a great time. And he's all, I guess this is it. And he just, and he goes, and he, he decides that, they all decide together mm-hmm. that they're going to get thrown back in time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Q, like, we we'll sacrifice our futures yeah. for this, yeah.
1: Cue Odo. <sighs> so this is what happens. Side note, Odo is a changeling. Yes. He doesn't know he's a changeling for most of his life. He's, like, thrown out. How would he not know? is he so, just a pile of goo otherwise? <laughs> so what happens is is the changelings put out all these babies throughout the universe mm-hmm. um, and then program into their genetics that they should go back, whenever they can, back to their home. Okay. So they throw them all throughout the universe, uh-huh. and that's what they're genetically prone to do. Uh-huh. Odo grows up with the Bajorans, falls in love with the Bajorans, mm-hmm. like as a people, connects with humanoids, mm-hmm. um, doesn't really connect with the changelings, mm. and he's on this excursion. Mm-hmm. He also loves Kira Nerys, which is the Bajoran yeah. first officer. She's like the second in charge after the captain,
0: uh-huh.
1: and he loves her. So then, on the island, on but the but he
0: won't ever say anything because he won't because
1: he's too shy. So Odo, for two his
0: face looks dumb.
1: In 200 years, has gotten like 10% better at making faces.
0: I thought that was so funny. So, so original Odo, for whatever reason, can't hold his form in yeah. this atmosphere. So he's just like in a bucket in the corner. <laughs> exactly. Well, because like Odo like has to regenerate in a bucket. He goes back a to pile his pile of, yeah. of yellow goo, yeah. and they are like, oh, Odo's right here. He's fine. He's in a bucket. Yeah, and then another Odo comes over and it's uh, you know Odo who's been there apparently changelings
1: don't ever die, die or age yeah I didn't get that part either
0: uh, but he's there and he's like oh I've gotten a lot better at uh, you know making my face he still looks the same <laughs> he has like four more wrinkles <laughs> on his face he improved about 10% his hair is slightly wavier 200 years of and he improved
1: 10% plastered
0: to his head it's just like a little bit wavy <laughs> and Kira's like oh you look great and it's like no he doesn't <laughs> he looks like crap his stupid face I hate it that's exactly
1: what happened,
0: <laughs> and and so and he's also a lot more you know uh, outgoing and open and he basically tells her that he loves tells her. Tells her he's like oh, I, j- I could never tell you. Back and
1: then. Odo today loves you too. He mm-hmm. just can't say it, and she's like, "What?
0: Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "If uh, if he would say something, would I have a chance?" And she's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> you know what I mean?" Where it's like, "No, she doesn't like you. You're a, a goo pile. Like this
1: isn't gonna work. Like I'll have give up. Do you want me to give spoilers?" I guess so. The changelings do a thing called melding, where they meld their (laughs) they meld their goo together, and they like transfer all of their knowledge, right? Okay. And the way that they exist is on a planet all melded together. It's called the Link, and they just all meld together all the time. So they're like a conscious, a conscious (laughs) sentience. Anyway, so Odo, the old Odo, goes back to the new Odo and tells him all this stuff, and Uh he's like, "Hey, by the way, I told her that you love her. Uh Bye." Like, see, deal with that. (laughs) But at the very end of the episode, mm-hmm. the Dominion is actually calls off its war because Odo goes back to the link uh-huh. and tells them about his love of Nerese and how they love each other <laughs> and you don't need to fear the people in the Alpha Quadrant. And the Dominion is like, oh, we understand now. What? And they just like back no. off their war.
0: The power of love. That's <laughs> stupid. Listen, I like love too, but that's <laughs> not gonna I don't like that. Well anyway, so so they they go to leave they uh, the whole I'll crew agree that that's has, kinda dumb. <laughs> has accepted it's their fate dumb. that they're going to get thrown back in time and have to like build this society have. and and so they take off and then they're like we've set this is so stupid they're like we've set the auto uh pilot to to guide us on this course this specific course which, why? Why don't you just control it and like guide it, right? And then they're like, oh no, uh, we're going off course. W- why is this happening? You know? And it's like, oh, the autopilot is doing it or something. Yeah. Which, again, is a stupid plot contrivance. Yeah. And then so they go off course so they actually don't get thrown back in time. Right. And everyone, they get out of that field and everyone on the planet is just gone and ceases to exist. But I think
1: the autopilot was so that they go exactly where they did the first time.
0: I know, but why couldn't you just still I don't know there's got to be some like fly by wire thing where like you're yeah. controlling it but that's still kind of doing yeah. it like we have no control yeah like no you, it's a spaceship like you can control it yeah Dennis. exactly but anyway so basically they the, all that settlement just ceases to exist at yeah. you know since it was never created and they're all kind of sad but they're just like well oh well yeah. <laughs> like they're not that sad about it That
1: for something they were willing to give up their entire yeah. lives and and existence for in a heartbeat Yes. 10 minutes before. I mean, I guess there's they not are a lot not they could like, do
0: about it. So they're just like, well, we can't do anything about yeah. that. And so uh, then they're like, well, who changed the course? And it's like, must have been someone on board. And it's like, Odo's like, oh, uh, that old Odo did it, I guess.
1: Yeah. Old Odo did it because he loves Kira.
0: Yeah, which is so stupid. So he was willing to sacrifice 8,000 people, people from existence. Yeah, just for the chance. That's that exactly he what he's willing with to this do. Girl that he's friend zoned with for two hundred years, like who, <laughs> like just that made me. I just was not a fan of that uh, thing. But that's I mean, fair. Listen, overall, I like the episode a lot. I it just, was a good one. I just don't like. This is my in my thought process. I'm like, am I going to keep uh, going? Am I going to like start over? Am I going to watch this whole thing? I kind of want to, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, more of this Odo fella. I'm not going to enjoy. I
1: it. will say, I skip. I would say a third. Of the Deep Space Nine episodes. Okay. Um, How do I just, you, like, decide that? Because I've seen them before, so I'm like, this <laughs> one's dumb. Or if it's anything about... Uh, this is the thing when I skip Star Trek. Yes. If it's Kira Nerys, she's the central point, uh-huh. I'm done. Okay. I don't need her yeah. as the main character.
0: See, that's funny. For, for Next Generation, I don't really like... As much as I like Troy. Worf. No, I like Worf. Uh-huh. I don't like... The wharf centric ones.
1: No, wharf centric ones. Like where, where they go back to Klingon Empire yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, where it's no, like, oh, he has good. to
0: defend his father's honor, Moog, yeah. and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't care about this. Yeah.
1: Can we talk about the fact that on these little squiggles, my bumps are bigger than your bumps? E- no, it's okay. It's fine. Because I don't want to drown you out like I'm just this loud personality in the room. I mean, I am, but I don't want people no, to know that. No, it'll be
0: okay. You'll We'll both we'll both be heard. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, compress it. So I believe they, you. They
1: become equalized. Oh, yeah. Technology. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Did uh, Al Gore invent that? <laughs> probably. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so, but I do that. And then anytime they go back in time. Mm-hmm. I don't need that in my life. Yeah, like they're like, oh, we got to go figure out the 1940s. No, you don't. <laughs> well, and half not the time, on my watch.
0: Half, half the time, that's just like, oh, we got stuck inside the holodeck. <laughs> but it's like this stupid uh, detective BS that Picard <laughs> yeah, likes to do. Exactly. Like all their hobbies are the lamest ass things. <laughs> like, I, okay, Riker plays the trombone. Like, what a dumbass in- instrument for anyone to play. Like, not like as part of an ensemble. He it just is plays interesting. Solo Both Star trombone.
1: Trek both Who Star Trek, like, ladies men yeah. are the biggest dorks. Riker <laughs> is such a nerd. He is a nerd. He's and, stupid. And the, the Julian Bashir is a straight-up dork. Ugh. And they're, like, supposed to be the ladies I men know. of Star Trek.
0: But it's like, Picard is into, like, 1930s detective yeah. noir stuff. Which he loves like, detective why? noir. Uh, you know, Cisco's into 20s baseball stuff. And it's like... It's clearly just a bunch of boomer writers who are like, they like this stuff. Yeah. Like this is cool. Like yeah. they're gonna they're really gonna like this stuff. Yeah.
1: But whatever. That's just my own preferences. yeah. There. I mean, later on, O'Brien be, and Sheer.
0: I know it doesn't exist, but it's like I would love to see. It's funny. It's like there's a cutoff point. Like no one is nostalgic in the Star Trek universe in the 23rd century for anything beyond the 1950s. Right. Like why is that? You know, From like 1900 to Like why don't you see like uh you know Riker being like playing like Tony Hawk on his little console? Or yeah. Something. Exactly. <laughs> like it just doesn't
1: happen. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, or fighting Vikings. Or, like, listening to rap
0: music. Like, yeah. everyone's so into classical music. Like, ah, uh, pull your heads out of your asses, you guys. Jeez. Like, that's why I kind of do, like, some of the newer Star Trek movies yeah. are, are weird, but it's, like, the where they, like, like they love the Beastie Boys. Like, it's stupid, but it it, yeah. it, it makes more sense than, like, the whole world is totally. being obsessed with, like, classical music for totally. the next 300 years. <sighs> anyway, so, it was a good episode. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing on this podcast. We only judge our revisits, our flashbacks by one criteria. Is it worth revisiting? Totally. And I would have to vote uh, a resounding yes
1: on this. This I would totally say yes.
0: Uh, however, I would not say that I'm willing to revisit the entire series for this. I would, I would, like you said, I would Google the top top 10 and I would just kind of maybe pick and choose and watch. Uh, you know, ten or so
1: yeah. Well. You don't need to be watching the deep episodes of Star yeah. Trek: Deep Space Nine.
0: Yeah, it does. If it's you like care Hork about being like a, an offensive space Jew for like, <laughs> don't say that. No, I'm saying, like these writers. That's how they wrote him. It's offensive. I'm offended on behalf of this of the Jewish people. Like, why did they do that?
1: I. You know what? <laughs> he loves profit.
0: He does well. Their whole society is based on it, you know. The thing that bugs that's me about them—the
1: thing that bugs me about them—is they're so bad at capitalism. Like, yeah, they are. They they swindle and cheat, and maybe mm-hmm. that's part of it. Like, but they should have learned by now that that's not a good way to for long term profits. Like, yeah, that's not a good. W- they that's don't know a how to short build term. a brand. Yeah, they do not.
0: Yeah, they haven't read too many case studies, huh? Right. Come on, guys.
1: Anyway, but uh and that's another thing. Like, why is Cisco not nostalgic for the time when humans were really into capitalism? That was the time of baseball. Yeah, like that was those two things coincide. Mm-hmm. Capitalism and baseball go hand in hand. Yeah. So why doesn't he like drop some capitalism knowledge on Quark?
0: I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but but what I'm saying is, it's a right. good series. It's a good. It's one. a
1: good one. I'd go for the top ten. Okay. Um. And you know, it is interesting. It, it complements Next Generation well mm-hmm. because it does deal with like religious issues, racial mm-hmm. issues, yeah. things like that. Whereas I feel like Next Generation dealt a lot with like social issues. Yes. Have you seen, how far are you in Next Generation? Have you gotten to the one where Riker falls in love with the genderless yeah, person? Uh-huh. That one's a great one. It is good.
0: Well, and here's the problem, though. I watch it on Netflix at night, and then I fall asleep, mm. and then it plays like three more. And then I'm like, oh, wait, which ones did I have actually seen? So I keep skipping big so chunks. So you might have missed
1: like the best ones. I
0: might have missed a few good did ones. Did you at least
1: see the one where Picard lives the alternate life because of the satellite? Yes. Because that's the best one. That's a good one. In my mind.
0: Yeah. No, there's some great ones. There's some, the, the first two seasons are garbage though. They are. There's almost a different no The first episode.
1: episode when he goes to that, people are just like, it's just like, it's just like tribal Africans on a different yeah, planet. Uh, and you're like, what is <laughs> happening? I was like, oh, Gene Roddenberry, listen, what are you doing? This was 1987.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, they yeah. didn't know any better, I guess. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, they
1: got very progressive later on. <laughs>
0: So, so definitely worth a revisit for me.
1: Yeah, um, but I would definitely, I would definitely recommend going and finding the top ten from Nerdist. Okay, Nerdist I like because they're actually nerds and they realize good stuff. Whereas other people just are like, "Oh, this fit in my agenda," so I think it's a good episode. Uh, I'm offended by that.
0: Okay, all right, so? Because so, because I'm not a nerd.
1: Okay, do you realize that? You're a hundred. Cool? By the way, <laughs> you're a billion percent a nerd. No, no, not at all. Okay. Wait, I can't tell if you're joking right now. No,
0: I 100% do not self-identify as a nerd of any kind. Like, I self-identify as cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's really good. No, I'm
0: not. Like, like, like the, the whole resurgence of, like, I mean, this is, like, a 10-year-old thing, but, like, nerd culture, like, taking over and all that kind of stuff. I'm not for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is pop culture. Just because you love pop culture does not make you a nerd in any way. I get what you're saying. It's like the most the top movies now of all time are comic movies based on comic books, and so the fact that you like them in no way makes you a nerd. Yeah, I like pop culture.
1: I can't. I don't know what to say. It's like
0: like like what like what is considered nerdy at this point is like. I don't know. I don't even know what nerdy is anymore because now it's just all, it's out there for anybody. Everything is out there, right? So what is, what is like, what are you saying when you say, I am a nerd? Like you're identifying as that.
1: I feel like this has taken a turn I wasn't (laughs) prepared for and I don't want to be a part of. No, I'm just
0: curious. Like, what do you think about that?
1: Well, I would say this. I would say the new Star Treks are very mainstream Mm -hmm. and they're formulaic and they have huge box office appeal. But the old one, like if you're watching the deep episodes of of Deep Space Nine and care about like Klingon Mm -hmm. and the language and the people of Mm Klingon and all that stuff, that makes you a nerd. If you go to the movie and want to watch basically an action movie in space, which is all what the new Star Treks are, Mm -hmm. they're nothing about real Star Trek. Because even the old Star Trek movies had their own kind of quirkiness, which is why they weren't huge successes.
0: Yeah, not all of them, yeah.
1: But the new ones are huge because Mm -hmm. they're just action movies. They're Fast and Furious in space. That's all they are. They're nothing new. It's like the same thing that's happened to Star Wars. Like there used to be a Star Wars nerd. This is what I would say. Star Star Wars Wars
0: was always like action movies in space. Excuse me,
1: sir. (laughs) Excuse me, young man. Let me finish. (laughs) They didn't become. Okay, go ahead. Excuse your old ass. That's what it was. That's what you said earlier.
0: Excuse, anyway. sorry excuse my old dad. <laughs>
1: here's what it is so this is what i would say when i was like 13 mm-hmm. i used to like if you read the books about star wars you read if them you as like it no if you like when you looked, read them shut up
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you no one wants to play fetch with you go away i'm sorry about my dog you're
1: fine if you no if you read them as a kid and you i like learned about like the species and like where <laughs> ships were built and like classifications and like all the different types of of uh of stormtroopers. Like, mm-hmm. there's this type of stormtrooper. Before it became, before the internet, like, I had to go check out s- s- books.
0: So you're saying it's it's about being into minutiae. I think so. Okay. Well, it's part ah. of it. Hey, dog, stop.
1: And ah. pretending like the minutiae. This minutia. is so unprofessional. And pretending like first the. first
0: episode, to have a dog barking. Yeah.
1: And, and pretending, well, it's 12 pounds, so calling it a dog. I'm sorry, I shouldn't insult your dog. She's like 15 pounds. It's actually very ah. loving. I like your dog a lot. Ah. Should we
0: pause for a second? Get out you of can. here. She just wants to play fetch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she that tail is <laughs> wagging out of control. <laughs> anyway, so she so that's what I would say. I don't know. I'm sorry that I I can't define what a nerd is, but that's kind of my thought.
0: No, I, I'm not like uh, I'm not like mad about it. I'm just curious as to like what is it more of like a tribal thing at this point? Like I just uh, I am of the nerd tribe like but I, I wouldn't know, call myself is, a is nerd it knowledge, tribe. Knowledge
1: is it like I know you know, th- this happened Because that's, that's the worst. If people would be like, if you were like, well, I like Star Trek. And then someone was like, well, do you know uh, all the houses of the Klingon <laughs> Empire? And you were like, no, Moog. And they were like, well, you don't really know Star Trek. It's like when women are like, uh, I like sports. And they're like, oh, really? Who batted third yeah, in it's, the it's, Yankees it's lineup whole, in 1976? Uh, it's gate, it's gatekeeping culture, Yeah, right, gatekeeping. Where you're like,
0: oh, you like so-and-so? That's a problem. Their, their three of their best albums. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's a problem. Yeah. But I would say that, I would say the nerdum is just like liking the minutia. That's my idea.
0: Or do you think? Uh,
1: or liking the minutiae before it became popular.
0: Yeah, so that's like a form of like hipster thing of like, right. uh, and not in like a in a bad way. It's just like the original before it became
1: the pop culture. And maybe it is a hipster. I you've you've caught me. I really. I'm not <laughs> even being like, oh you you got. But I'm. I'm, maybe you're right that they're because your argument that you know, comic books are the mainstay. You're totally right.
0: Yeah, well, and um, you know, like video games. You know what I mean? Like that's the other right. big, I think, sphere of like gamer culture. Video games are now super mainstream. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They sell so much, and so they can't really gatekeep anymore either. And that's no. why they're so pissed off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, um, anyway, they that's still like try a to thing. though. They still try to, and they still do, but it's like they don't. I guess what I was trying to say is... Uh,
1: what about, like, if you were into, like, Dungeons and Dragons? Does that make you a nerd?
0: I think, yeah, probably, because that's not really in... I mean, that's, like, known about it's not popular mainstream. culture, but it's not, like... That requires real effort, it does to actually play a game of that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I could not be bothered to do that ever. Yeah. I can't play Monopoly. I think that sucks ass <laughs> so much. But uh, or like Settlers of Catan. I'd are we? Die. Are
1: we saying, by the way, <laughs> that our uh, we've said ass five times, six yes. times now on okay. this podcast? Okay. Is that the one swear word we're allowed to have?
0: I think I said shit the other. Uh, a while How already. dare you? I'm sorry. Is this? Uh, it might be explicit. I will have to label this explicit. <laughs> um, uh, no, I was going to say. I to me, I think like like. I guess it's, to me, it's more about being into, like, a niche thing where it's, like, just not, like, a smaller community. Right. Um, because my one big thing that I feel like is so, I think I'm a very cool person, but, but the one of the least cool things about me is how much I love uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Right. Which is this, this is my story of, I watched it when I was a kid, and I have all these great feelings towards right. it, you know. Uh, and because of that, my, the way my mind is like, like made now because I watched it when I was young and, and, in such a formative area, it's like, I am so into it for some reason and I don't know why. Yeah. And it's a, I think it's a fairly small thing, but like,
1: I'd uh, love to do a mystery science theater 3000, but here's the truth. Yeah. I never watched it until I was in my twenties. So so
0: here's the thing we, uh, yeah, that's problem. So, so the rules of the podcast is at least one of us has to truly be revisiting it. Meaning you've seen it as a kid and you haven't seen it since then. Like you're, you're revisiting, yeah. which is the case with deep space Nine with me. Right. Uh, so since you never saw it, I guess it would be a revisit cause you're so old that even in your right. 20s well, that there'd be like a in college. Year gap, my right? first,
1: my first college roommates brought me onto it. They were like, you got to watch this. And I was like, what? They showed me the, what is the one where they go into space? Uh, well, all of them? No, I know they don't go all gonna the They're on the space. satellite of love. No, the the famous one with the where they come up with like 40 names for the giant dude who's oh, really rich. Uh, oh
0: where they're like they're like beef Hard slap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beef Hard slap. Uh, uh, what that is one. That episode. Uh, I guess yeah. I'm a. Now all the real fans are going to call me out and say, "Oh, you say you're such a fan of that name, yeah. you can't even name that episode." But I
1: remember I watching there. that one and just dying. Just dying. It's so dying. great.
0: It's funny because like uh, they do little the host segments with these little skits with the robots. Yeah. I don't, generally don't like those. Like yeah. i just like watching that. We always thing. fast forward through it. But my wife like can't watch the actual movies. She like hates it, but she loves the little
1: like, that's funny. <laughs>
0: host segments. Uh, anyway. Um, it doesn't matter. Listen, all I was trying to say—this
1: is quite a tangent is that for our—I am cool, alike. and
0: you're a nerd. That's all I was trying to say. I will just, accept that. And and if you're cool with b- being categorized as a nerd, like that's fine with me. But I just I, don't want to. But I
1: think you have that. a good point. I don't know if I am cool. I'm. I think I'm uncool, not for my nerdness, <laughs> but because I am an introvert who just wants to live in a cabin by himself. I think that's the and reason I'm uncool. Knives. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that that could be cool though. Listen, who who's, who knows what what's going on? But cool it
1: goes back. Not. You said this before, of like, and I think that that's true. Just this, the the, the level of acceptance mm-hmm. that is being pushed now. There's no way you could ever, like, everything has to be accepted. Like, you yeah. could. Well, there are no more nerds.
0: No, it's kind of true. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I don't really know what n- that means anymore to be in right. I think it just means to be super into the minutia of something. Like, like I know guys who are so into sports, but they right. are hardcore nerds. Like, they are freaking losers you know what about I mean? sports about sports where yeah. it's just like they, but they think they're cool because sports traditionally is seen as like right the cool right. thing to be into but in my mind it's like they're just nerds about it right where it's like i like nba basketball and that's pretty much it right and i can't and i'm not even like super into like the stats and all that kind of stuff so i think it's just about your involve level of involvement and we we mentioned this on the other one
1: maybe gatekeeping is part of it
0: i think so but we mentioned this on the other one is like um i think a lot of adults our age are retreating into nostalgia uh, because it's a comforting thing because now you know it's the whole concept of the death of the monoculture there is no one tv show that everyone watches like there's a couple bird box (laughs) yeah like there's a a few things like that but like you know culture is so fragmented now that it's like it's hard for everyone to come together and be and
1: there's so much of it
0: there's so much it's like hard for everyone to come together and be Mm -hmm. like oh that was you know, did you watch that? You know, now it's just like, oh, do you watch this show? It's like, no. Uh, it's like do you watch the episode show? of Friends no. like
1: or Seinfeld. You mm-hmm. would always watch Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. Everyone watched Seinfeld yeah, on Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, and
0: they'd all quote the lines and stuff. And now yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. So I think it's right. like now where that doesn't exist, it's it's very comforting to go back to those things that were like, you know, universal Yeah. in a way. So um, but again, this is not a nostalgia podcast. This is a clear eyed uh, this is us going back to
1: nostalgia and seeing if it's good
0: yeah we're examining our own nostalgia yeah. I guess right yeah. well I I think that was a good first episode even though yeah. it was our second I liked it I feel bad for anyone who doesn't care about Star Trek at this point but um
1: no one cares about Star you Trek know,
0: well I guess that's true or you know I'm sorry that it went so deep into the, the lore, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so next week or next time. Where, Ooh, what
1: are we going to do next time? I'm not,
0: I'm not committing to a weekly format because we know that's not going to happen. No. Next episode. Yeah. So I've been thinking. Okay. Uh, you know, because th- this can comprise, this isn't just TV shows, this can be movies, this can be music. Can
1: I play with books. an action figure? Like, can I build a Lego? <laughs> No, I don't
0: think, I think it has to be uh, media in some way where I don't think.
1: Could I read a newspaper (laughs) from 1998? (laughs) It could be like a comic strip. I nope. totally think that's true. Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin, yeah, that Calvin would actually and Hobbes, be a great that'd one. That'd be great, yeah. Because you grew really up on great. Calvin and Hobbes. I did.
0: Actually, I wanted to be my my life goal was to be a comic strip cartoonist. Everybody wanted to be for a long time, and then I realized there's like twelve of those jobs, <laughs> uh, and now there's zero actually. Like yeah. there used to be twelve, and now there's none. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, I I didn't do that. But uh, so yeah, I, I was thinking about what I should do for next, or what we should do for next time. There's always animorphs.
1: Okay, I've never full disclosure, <laughs> never seen or been a part of animorphs.
0: Um,
1: was it a show and book, or just a book?
0: I think it. Well, it was a show, but actually, I never saw the show. I only knew it from mm-hmm. the books. Uh, we'll, we'll save that one.
1: Uh,
0: no, Excuse me. The idea I like is. Was
1: that as loud as I thought it was?
0: Uh, no, it was fine. I tried to go away. Okay, it was fine. The, the what we're gonna do next time is the box. Okay. The <laughs> <Yeah>, box. <for laughs> Uh, i'm so excited about this i'm so excited so i'll send you some links to some youtube uh, videos (laughs) because this does not exist anymore for those
1: of you (laughs) who don't know what the box is and it's everyone who's under Uh, 25 yeah i don't think
0: my i don't think my wife knows about it
1: the box was a show it was basically uh, a it was a channel. It was a channel that everyone could. You could call in him for a dollar. Mm-hmm. You could request a song. It was like, and a they would box. show you yeah. the music video. But it was like national. Mm-hmm. So like anywhere from the country, people could call in. Yes. And I remember the best thing about the box, not the the worst thing, because I'm fifteen. Yeah. Was Celine Dion's My Heart Will <laughs> Go On, just played on repeat for like the entire for like three years. Yeah. Forever.
0: Okay, I'll have to cut you off there. We can't talk about okay. this anymore. We I have was a trying whole to whole another get, episode. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, to it. set it up. Oh no, we'll set it up. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, oh, one more segment I was gonna add. Oh, okay. okay. Is there any new media? That you would like to recommend that you've been consuming lately, that you think is worth oh, like a new show, a new show, not not worth a flashback, but worth a visit in our present timeline.
1: Yeah, totally. So I would say the last OG. Okay, what's that? So Tracy Jordan Mm -hmm. is the protagonist. Okay, and he. Grows, he's from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He uh, sells crack at 2003. Okay. He goes to jail. Mm-hmm. And the first episode is him selling crack, going to jail for 15 years, uh-huh. and then coming back when it's gentrified. Ah. And he has to navigate a new Brooklyn that is gentrified. Cool. So he's the last OG. Mm-hmm. And uh, his his girlfriend, who never visited him in prison, didn't disclose that she has two uh, twin children
0: mm. uh, from
1: him. Mm-hmm. And so she's she's been gentrified. Is that a thing? Can people be gentrified? <laughs> I don't know. Because he always talks about no, the that's fact. That's a thing, but I I don't know. But that's they. There's like a whole social dynamic there. Yeah. You rolled your eyes really hard back when I said <laughs> she's been gentrified.
0: No, I didn't. But mean that's the to. way I'm that that's that.
1: the way the show kind of puts it off. It's like she's she's become part she's, of this whole. Yeah, thing. she's
0: changed along. With she's the neighborhood changed
1: along with the whole neighborhood. Gotcha. So
0: what uh, channel or where where can you just watch on Netflix? That? Oh. Just
1: Netflix. That's the only way I've seen it. I think it might be TBS.
0: Oh, okay. See, it doesn't matter anymore, right?
1: Why would it? I don't have TV.
0: Yeah, who has TV? Not me. Uh, okay, I'm going to recommend, even though it's old, um, I'm going to recommend the Stephen King Dark Tower series I've been reading. Oh. That's fun. Books. I hate books, yeah. I think it gets bad now later I feel on. Silly but for I've my... been... No, no, no. I'm saying this is any media you want to. Okay recommend uh
1: well here's the thing when someone recommends tv and the other person's like books <laughs> you're automatically just saying you moron oh
0: look at me how smart i am
1: reading it would Stephen be like it would be like if you were in the 23rd century still listening to beethoven and playing beethoven playing uh trombone along with <laughs>
0: beethoven like an idiot uh no no i like i like the dark tower books so far i've heard it got gets bad at some point so I'll like report back on that,
1: like scandalous or just poorly just written. Just like
0: poorly written, I like mm. the, the later books. But I'm on like book three,
1: and it's that happens cool. a lot. Yeah, like a lot of series are really good at the beginning and really they fall off run towards out of the ideas. end. Yes, yeah.
0: Um, what else have we we've been watching? That's newer. No, you
1: get one recommendation. Only one. Well, Matilde, It's another week, another great podcast. Yes. I appreciate you. Yeah, have thanks. a great time
0: Thanks Mathilde Thanks for uh, listening everybody uh, My Twitter is At Chase McThompson uh, Andrew does not have social media None. Do not find him Please do
1: not look Please do up. not
0: look for him He will not be there And
1: uh, see ya Bye And then, anyway, I just remember those other. I remember watching that movie, the live animation one, and they Mm -hmm. didn't do apocalypse the way they should have, which is through the lens of the cartoon.
0: Yeah, you think so? I knew. Uh, It it is interesting because that movie is very. I feel like the aesthetic is sort of indebted to that '90s cartoon. No, especially because it was it was set in the '80s, and the cartoon was kind of dated. Looking, it looked like it belonged in the late '80s. Yeah, and so I feel like the characters kind of look like they're. That no. They belonged in there. Alright. You don't
1: think so? I don't. Well, that's a subject for another day. Yeah. Are we done? Is that what is that what we do? Do we play a game? Uh. Rock paper scissors. What do we do? We didn't create one of those. We I didn't. like the riffing. The riffing has been great. No edits.
0: <laughs> no edits. <laughs> we'll not edit anything out. Uh, so if you've stuck around this long, I commend you. Thank yeah. you. Uh-huh. Uh Listen, it's only gonna get better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but gargoyles is great. It's worth it. Gargoyles is worth
1: it. Go watch Gargoyles again. Yeah, go watch Gargoyles again. And it kind of hit my childhood. I really, I would say the biggest one, do you have a biggest takeaway? Because my biggest takeaway mm. is I just, like, brought back that, like, she must have been my first crush. Yeah. Like, I remember, because, so it started, it went, like, four seasons long. Mm-hmm. So, like, by the time it's over, it's, like, I'm 14. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, full-blown, like, like, we're starting crazy, we're, like You're, into like, crazy it. for The hormone her. monster has come into my life. You know, all that type of stuff. And I just remember, like, just having a crush on this cop.
0: (sighs) Well, my takeaway would be, you know, if you're evil, uh, you know, don't. I would say stick to two of the three. You can Mm -hmm. have a ponytail. A, <laughs> a standalone goatee, or, or, an or, or an earring. But if you do all three of them, people will immediately know that you're evil. They'll know so because quickly because as soon as he stepped on. But screen, you can't fool a gargoyle. I
1: they was won't like, know. I was like,
0: yeah, they're too naive. They're too yeah. trusting, and yeah. you know such. So and also naive.
1: listen to your, listen to your, you know, your counselors, because mm-hmm. his number two guy who will come in. I remember he's an important character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Xanatos has this number two guy. Who's just like he's like we gotta destroy the gargoyles and know, Okay, sunrise is in <laughs> like five <laughs> minutes. Maybe we should just wait for him to turn to stone and smash him. Yeah. He's all no, I'm gonna try my robots out <laughs> on him. You know.
0: Yeah. So like yeah.
1: <sighs> all right. Well, this is signing off. matilde do you have anything to say? Not today. No, she does not. All right. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back again with another episode of The Flashback. See ya. Bye.